I believe when it comes to content creation, when you upgrade your gear, it needs to be the thing that upgrades your goals and your visions. It's my thoughts. Welcome to the Video Simplify podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. From learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategies to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with me, your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. We're doing a live recording, whether you're listening to this on Monday when these episodes drop audibly or you're listening to the live recording. Welcome. We welcome you here or you're watching the replay. Thanks for being here. Today we're talking about and we're diving into the conversation at the topic. When should you be upgrading your gear? When should your gear get replaced? And is it like... Keeping up with the Joneses has that what what gear upgrades have kind of become now because I think to some extent the answer just jumping the gun there a little bit yes <laughs> yes it's become a keeping up with the Joneses kind of a thing but it shouldn't be but as it is with all things like envy starts to kind of play into it or it's like you want to stay again stay up with the Joneses or the whoever maybe popular in your niche or your brand or whatever, but I think it shouldn't be. But I also think that there's a very real conversation that needs to be said and stated about when to upgrade. And some people, honestly, it's one thing to be, to be frugal. It's something else to be cheap and cheap can be detrimental to your goals in a way that frugality doesn't impact your goals. And I'm going to elaborate a little bit on there. What is going on, Miss Sylvia Nixon? Good to see you. Glad that you are here. Glad to see you. Glad you are here. So a couple things. Like I said, I just got a couple notes, a couple points that I want to point out because I know I have been a raving lunatic slightly, allegedly, with an asterisk next to it because the new Sony FX30 came out. I lost my mind, okay, in a good way. You, If, if you lived in the home with me, you would have heard me screaming and hollering like my team just won the football. Like, well, not, not my team won the football. My team won the uh, Super Bowl. Let you know how well I am with sports. But my team won the Super Bowl. And that's how I felt. Just absolutely how I felt. When that Sony FX30 got announced, I think it was like Monday or Tuesday. I couldn't even brush my teeth right. <laughs> like, I'm just like, just, I lost it. We had literally made a video probably uploaded it around the 26th of August, lets you know how long we, we have content backed up or just like ready to go. So we had that video, it's edited, it's done. It's still sitting in the, the back area of the YouTube channel in the studio. And I was like, we're gonna pause releasing this because I feel like the more like the rumors and the stuff starts to come out about the Sony FX30, the more I'm like, this might be real. Like we like hold the phone this might be the Bees Knees Hall of Fame. What's up, Brother Kurt? Good to see you. Glad you're here doing a live recording of the podcast. Um, so again, if you're listening to this audibly on Monday when these episodes drop, then just know you're going to hear some live elements in there. But I lost my, my chill. I <laughs> Very rarely do I get kind of like pulled out of character of my normal every day to where I am like in a very high excited state of being. Without a doubt, the Sony FX30 release did that for me because it literally was all of the amazing, incredible 
just I know that Sony's not going to do this. There's no way that like nobody's going to make this camera, probably maybe Fuji or something. But I'm like, you want your team, your brand, the company that you like, lo love and enjoy to make what you want so you don't have to keep switching. Because I think when people see content creators, us educators in the video space, switch equipment and gear, it kind of puts a, a sour taste in their mouth thinking, well, dang, I just bought this because you recommended. Do I need to switch? And it's like, no, you don't need to buy exactly what I'm using because knowing that one, I'm testing, trying to experimenting so that I can be a better educator in the space. But I'm also having things that I use on a regular everyday basis to fit my journey, my, my quality of work, my, my goals. I think a lot of people forget when it comes to cameras and stuff. I don't care which ones I get, test, try, like, use, and I'm getting ready to expand the library of cameras of what we talk about on the channel, um, even beyond Sony here in a second. Like people forget, I've been using the same camera since, was it August, 2019? You're looking at it right now. If you're watching the video version of the podcast, the Sony a6400, this uh, Sony 35 millimeter F1.8 lens and been using it. It's, it's been now, whether on the tripod in the same spot or whatever, unless I was specifically using something else, but even when the most M50 co content came out, I needed another camera to do that. And for a while, I did have like three M50s, like two or three M50s, Mark 1s at the time. But when it comes to like, when should you upgrade your gear and stuff, it kind of becomes like, a, like I said, a keeping up with the Joneses kind of a situation or because you're reviewing content gear or whatever, or maybe you just want it. Like before I get into anything else, you don't need to justify your wants, except probably to your spouse, <laughs> but you don't need to justify your wants. If you want something, get it. And I think that's one of the things I communicate the most, especially like when I get into these deeper conversations uh, with people, especially via email. Once we transition that conversation from like a DMs to email, which is like the best way to have communication with me. I'm like, if you just want this thing, stop trying to justify it. You don't need my permission. You, you can get what you want. You're a grown adult. You work your behind off for what you want. Get it. If you just want it, get it. You don't need to justify. But the other thing with um, having a channel around teaching entrepreneurs how to simplify the video creation process, it makes sense that for somebody that's just getting started today and whether the date on today's date, quote unquote, for that person getting started was August, 2019, or that today's quote unquote version of getting started was in a 2020, 2021, 2022, or what today quote unquote will be for that creator that's just getting started on 2023. When they come and look at the channel, they're gonna find the most co relevant cameras that fit what I believe content creating entrepreneurs need to have when it comes to like baseline requirements, get started cameras and what uh, you'll hear me talk more about, which is like having your God sized goals. To clarify, this is not a goal that is bigger than or as big as God or nothing like that. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't lost the boat. We ain't lost the boat there. All right. A God sized goal is when you have a goal that literally I believe comes from God. That I believe literally is not possible without God. 
when I say your God-sized goals, it's literally like you're getting into purposeful work. Purposeful work. Why are you here? What are you, what are you created to do? I believe entrepreneurs are going to be the problem solvers that solve most of the world's problems. And I believe video is the best way for people to share their vision using video. I'm just the medium of helping people of, to get from here to there. Now, the gear and the tools and stuff like that, it is the tools. And it's not to say gear doesn't matter because it does. Everybody that either seen, experienced, rode in, drove, or owned what we grew up calling a putt-putt car. Could have been when you were 16. It could have been when you were 26. Who knows? The putt-putt car is the car that breaks down. The putt-putt car is the reason why you late to everything. Unless you just, you was already late before you got in the car. <laughs> but gear does matter. If you was a NASCAR race driver with a putt-putt car, you lost the race before you even got started because it probably didn't start well at the starting line. You lost the job because you, you're late getting to the interview or the car keeps overheating. It's shutting down. Having the right gear and equipment to do the job does matter. When it comes to the camera space, there's not any real camera that you can pick your hands up that's not been created over the last four to five years that won't help you to get the job done. It's just a matter of for the price that you're going to invest in a piece of equipment, does the price of what it costs and what that investment is going to yield as far as the return, it, do, does it make sense? Does that relationship make sense? And when it comes to some cameras that you can spend the same amount with one brand and you're getting more limitations than you are maybe with something else, it doesn't make sense in my opinion to go with that brand unless it's just a personal preference and you want to. And at that point, there's no justification needed for once. The caveat out now is that when it comes to like these God-sized goals that you have with upgrading the gear, what is it going to make possible for you? If you have something right now, what does it make possible for you? Most people buy things that have a ceiling or a lid or it has a cap based on the limitations. So what you want to do, is it possible? Yes. But is it going to introduce sometimes more problems than it's worth? Sometimes the answer is yes. I could have kept with the Canon M50, the Mark I. But it introduces way more limitations, frustrations, and points of annoying me than it's worth. Especially as you start to look at how much over time that it just kind of becomes not worth it. The other problem with people switching gear all the time, you never actually learn your piece of equipment. You never actually learn how to use what it is that you're using. And I find this most interesting and baffling in the camera space because people tend to, tend to waste a whole lot of money constantly upgrading and they don't create content. If we're being very blunt, transparent, and honest, most people that are going to buy and switch cameras a lot, or even I'll see in the comments and stuff, it's like, you, you, you didn't create more than seven videos in this last 12 months, a new camera ain't going to change that necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it can be you get a new surge of inspiration. It can be 
you get more ideas. But if you don't address the real root issue of why you're not creating another piece of gear, ain't going to do nothing, but just have you sitting on a bunch of gear. And then this is where the emails come in that I get where I bought this camera and I've been sitting on it for the last year or something and I'm not making content and I wasted all this money on whatever. What should I do? See if YouTube and the idea of creating video content was a distraction for you or is it a growth goal for you? Because what I honestly believe is that, and that's why I love, absolutely love and adore the video content creation space so much is because it opens up so many doors that literally otherwise wouldn't be possible without way more years, way more time, way more affluence needed in order to make stuff work. Like it just would be like the world that has become available to us. You get a free Gmail account. The power of that free Gmail account allows you to be global in an instant. The ability to live stream allows you to be global in an instant. But the benefits of what the potentialities of having and owning a camera and a free Gmail account and a YouTube account and all the different stuff or whatever, multi-streaming in multiple places today, it's like, that's not enough for some people. Like it's not enough to where it matters. So when I am making recommendations, it's very, very much so coming from a heart centered place. Because I imagine if you get this piece of gear, what is this going to make possible for you? What doors now look more realistic for you to, to, to go through? Said the Bible talks about knocking the door shall be open unto you. Some people ain't even putting their shoes on or screw it and say walk barefoot to the door to get to the place of presence for you to go and knock on the door. Some people talk about the door because the door is made of wood. Some people talk about the door because the door is too heavy. We complain about the wrong things. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to upgrading gear, I'm going to talk about the latest and greatest, but it just so happened the Sony FX30 just ended up being my perfect camera actually getting made. Because what it makes possible is not anything necessarily new that wasn't possible already with existing gear and equipment that's out there. But what it makes possible for me is it being in the form factor and the packaging that I want. So when you look at gear and the stuff that you want to buy and the things like that, are we looking at it from the perspective of what God sized goals it makes possible for you? Or are you just trying to keep up with the Joneses? I get it. It's like for those of us that are into like reviewing gear, we have to by nature of our work. It's fine. However, is what we're doing tied to some purposeful work? This is why it's impossible for me to quit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even an option because it's associated with God sized goals goes far beyond a subscription number on YouTube, which these are real people goes far beyond, um, I don't know, some stage or something, um, goes far beyond any of the other things that are like beneficiaries of success. 
and the success not being the title or the pretty headliner, it becomes something that's way more tangible. I spent some time journaling. I've been journaling for years. It's just a way that I'm able to get in a very deep way down to my core. And there's no filters. It's no nothing. It just allows me to get to get there, go there. On the really bad days, on the really great days, on the just the, it was an okay day today, you know, kind of days. And what I've uncovered is that once I uncovered my purpose, everything changed. And that's why it's like, it's different for me when I'm making recommendations for people to get a camera. It's different for me when I'm making recommendations for people to get into video or when they say, oh, I'm, I'm afraid of the camera. This camera ain't going to sock you in the jaw. Unless it fall on you, <laughs> then at that point, you know, you know, hey, may Lord bless you and keep you always. Ain't going to hurt you. Ain't going to hurt you. He would say, I'm afraid to be on camera. Why? Where'd you get that from? Where'd you get that from? Who, who gonna say something? Somebody in the comments, a keyboard warrior, keyboard coward, as I call them. Say something back. I'm, I'm of the generation that thousand percent still believes in like when my niece and nephews come over here, ah, ah, they hit me. Don't come whining me. Hit them back. Y'all handle that. <laughs> okay now you got your leg back now everybody go sit down oh that hit harder well i guess you next time you get to swing and swing harder y'all gonna figure this out or y'all just gonna keep fighting but i'm of the generation for somebody swing swing back i i'm sorry i didn't quite read the turn the other cheek verse so well <laughs> but that's how that's the level of aggression i would say that i take when it comes to just basic baseline fears of get aggressive with the fears and you know what I'm saying? The frustrations get aggressive with this stuff because the devil sure as hell ain't going to take it easy on you. Get real aggressive with your belief systems about what you're doing and what it makes possible. When I was writing down, just like I said, a couple of notes, a couple of things I wanted to make sure I covered in the, the process of talking about when should you upgrade your gear? It's like, are you already creating content right now? Those is one of the questions. Those are one of the questions that I wrote. Are you already are you already creating content right now? If the answer is no. Chances are you don't need something else. Your need is more of an internal thing. You just need to create content. That's the first need. But if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, not posting, not showing up, not working on anything at any time becomes acceptable. Now we at this time of the year, this time I'm recording this podcast where we're into these last few months of the year and people start looking at a whole nother year as a time to refresh, change. Uh, it's a rebirth into new things. It's gonna be a bunch of pastors coming out with a bunch of slogans. I don't know if they, you know, kind of bounce back from the 2020 vision, quote unquote, that nobody saw what was coming. But that was what everybody was saying. You're going to have 2020 vision. Just keep with just put your glasses on. All right. We don't <laughs> maybe you don't have 2020 vision. All right. 
but have a vision for what you're doing. So maybe the main focal point right now is that you just need to get back into creating content. Use what you have. Use what you have. Second thing. So if you're not, like I said, if you're not already creating content, that's the first thing. Start creating content. The second question was, are you actually running into limitations with your gear or are you just not creating content and making excuses? A lot of this stuff, content creation will expose you to yourself, not to other people. It'll expose you to yourself. It's impossible for you to continuously and consistently lie to yourself when you are a content creator. You can't lie to yourself. It's impossible. Content creation will expose you to yourself. Not necessarily other people, but to yourself. So are you actually running into limitations with what you're doing with the gear that you're using? Or are you just not creating content and you're making excuses that something is wrong with this? And that's why whatever. Just like I love the Sony ZV-10. It ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. It's just that, like I said, my perfect camera got made with Sony FX30. But most people, I'll get people that are leaving comments. Yeah, but what about the rolling shutter? Well, what are you, what kind of content are you making? Well, I'm doing video podcasts. We're in a NASCAR where you flipping the camera back. Like what? You sitting down, it's sitting on a tripod. Stop borrowing other people's actual probably concerns with something stop borrowing that is your own problem doing a podcast sitting on a tripod ain't nothing wrong with this you ain't gonna have no rolling shutters you know why because the camera ain't rolling nowhere you ain't moving it and it further lets me know most people literally are borrowing other online excuses that they'll hear because i'm pretty sure everybody's seen the rolling shutter effect or thing in, in like something like Final Cut, Adobe Premiere Pro. You got minor rolling shutter. There's a way to fix that in the editing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, again, content creation will expose you. Not to other people, but to yourself. So it's like if you find that you're running into limitations. And there are some limitations where it's an efficiency thing, especially for me. It's an efficiency thing. It's not because that specific gear isn't good or isn't great or can't do or no again and if you got anything within the last five to six years you you could do very well with anything people talk about how amazing smartphones are and what it makes possible just again there's no limitations truly with the ability of what is possible to you it's just a matter of you know yourself you know what works best for you you know what's going to frustrate you and you know what you like and you know what you dislike. So go according to that. For me, I know a dedicated camera is always going to be the way for me. It's very few chances, times when I'm going to go to a smartphone and be very happy with that. You know what I'm saying? In the right scenarios. I know for a fact I'm not going to want to use my little iPhone headphones for audio unless I absolutely have to. And then in certain situations, like when you're driving or whatever, they come in handy or you're walking in a grocery store, it comes in handy. So, but is it the best optimal thing for me? No, it's not. So 
if you're running into limitations, it could be something that, you know, it just doesn't jive well with you personally. Validate it. Don't need to go beyond that. Is it something that messes with you efficiency wise and that you could be 30 to 40 percent more efficient with the work that you're doing? If you switch, go for the goal. That's almost 100 percent of the time why I switch to something, because I see better efficiencies and it raises the ceiling on any limitations or introductions and just workflow systems. Again, ties into efficiency of the, what, the work that we're doing. But if it's the latter half of this question of are you or is it that you're just not creating content and you're making excuses? Could be. Now, the key with limitations is that limitations only become exposed when you're actually creating content. Limitations only become exposed when you're actually creating content. As I said before, creating content will expose you to yourself. <laughs> it will expose you to yourself. So if you do find that you're running into a limitation with the what you're doing, or you do have some big God-sized goals that you want to start getting involved in and start putting some work towards, okay, cool. If you're rolling shutter or something like that is going to be an issue for you, cool. If switching from uh, a Sony, a Panasonic, a Fuji or whatever, going with Canon because it is less in the workflow or it just for the look that you want, it kind of is almost already there minus a, a, a small few tweaks with Canon than it would be with the Sony or Fuji or something, go for the goal, switch over. Like it's an easy flip at that point. My thing is let's just not lie about it. <laughs> like, like don't lie and be like, Oh man, I just can't because it just, and, and it's like, it's not that difficult. It's not, you know, it's not that hard. So when should you upgrade the gear? If there's a limitation as far as in the, what it can actually do and what you want to do, is there an efficiency uh, performance improvement that's going to be happening for you? Or it could just be that you want it. That's okay too. If you just want it, go for the goal. You need not try to explain or come up with reasons why. But for the small subsect of people that keep buying something as if it's going to make you create more sometimes gear can inspire you sometimes gear can inspire you and if you feel like that's what to do try it you can always return you got 30 days to return just about anything try it so maybe 15 for some companies or what have you try it and see if if it inspires you to do something more because that's a that's a real thing too but when it comes to like upgrading the gear i just think let's just have a more honest approach to some of these reasons, quote unquote reasons and see, is it going to make something possible? Because if you to probably step on some toes here, if you can't color grade eight bit, 10 bits, not going to help you. If, if, <laughs> if you are overexposed consistently, a better camera is not going to keep you from those bait. Like there's still something, some, something to be said about skill. Skills developed over time, though, cures all ailments when it comes to creating as well. But if it's just 
the idea that you should get something and that it will improve something just to say that you got it. I just want to be honest that it's probably going to be a waste of money for you. But if you just want it, just say that and let that be enough and sufficient. But if it's if it's you're legit running into limitations, the one thing that made me for sure switch from Canon to Sony was not even a limitation per device. It's a limitation like with the brands, just their approach to how they treat their customers. We'll be quick to <clears throat> give a one, two stars to a company like on a, I don't know, something like somebody on a DoorDash or what have you. When you get bad service, uh, I don't think we ought keep promoting and investing in these companies that treat the people that are spending the money with them like crap. Not saying that that's how Canon was doing. I'm just saying that the way that they approach certain updates or things in certain thing in in certain metrics or areas is just not conducive with what I find most content creators need and want. Is there still going to be a level of enjoyment there? Yes. Is it going to be where they're going to serve them well over time? I don't know. And it's decisions like the when the G7X Mark III came out. And one of their other cameras, but I specifically remember the G7X Mark III, and it was like something else. They did, they did, still kept it contrast detection autofocus. The camera overheated. You had other concerns around, um, I think it was like the SL3 came out, if I'm not mistaken. And they took 4K out of like so many cameras. You don't need to have conversations with influencers to know that that was a not great move you didn't need to you know what i'm saying like you didn't need to have well we listened to our customers no you listened to that red in the bank account companies care about three things red black and green numbers y'all start seeing a bunch of red and then all of a sudden it's like we probably <laughs> probably ain't gonna get away with that one guys <laughs> should be, be very honest be very honest and upfront about it what made me switch to Sony in 2019, and again, I'm going to be introducing a lot of different cameras on the channel, and it's not about me. I'm just sharing my experience and why I choose to, for my personal go-to camera brand is one versus another, because I still get this question, and it's just what I saw Sony doing, what I saw Fuji doing, hell, what I saw Panasonic doing was taking a care into the people that work with them the most and the people that are influential in helping other people. I answer more questions than probably some of these, you know, it's like I'm saying my experience, but I'm pretty sure other content creators are in the same boat. We answer more questions about products. We have no stock in. We didn't help make in the sense of like they brought us into the warehouse. We answer more questions when it comes to people just saying like, I can't get through to customer service or I've tried them and they just give me the generic copy and place, please help me. You know what I'm saying? Like we build a business back of helping people legit figure out products that don't belong to us. Services that don't belong to us. So I feel very comfortable and confident in sharing when some of these companies don't do the 
they don't make the best decisions at times in regards to the user. So when I looked at what the other companies were doing, I'm like, it doesn't make sense for me to keep investing my money personally into a brand that clearly shows they don't care. If I'm going to spend money and if I'm going to work with the brand, I want it to be a genuine and sincere thing. You know what I'm saying? Like to some extent, have some belief back of whatever. So it's one thing, like I said, if, if you're running into some limitations because like maybe you need to go from this model to that one. But when it becomes like a, a brand's approach to something, which is, again, Canon putting themselves in the hot plate <laughs> with this latest decision that they don't want any third party companies to make lenses. And they're saying that it's a trademark infringement when it comes to the autofocus working. I hope that it's just saying like, no, the way they figured out how to do whatever is wrong. We're working with them to correct that approach or something. I haven't heard any of that, which doesn't make me feel really comfortable telling people to spend money someplace that I know I wouldn't put not nan dollar towards personally. Not a big brand yet, but I'm just saying, um, I answer a lot of questions for a lot of big brands, though. <laughs> Put a lot of money in other big brands' pockets. Make videos, tutorials, and stuff that they themselves don't have for a lot of brands. You know what I'm saying? So, if we're going to be honest, as I always am, some of these decisions are concerning. What I would love to see is people... It, it really not matter what, what brand people go with because it's kind of like sports to an extent. It shouldn't matter what brand you go with, but you shouldn't run into limitations because of individuals' arrogance dictating what they will or won't do. And based on this, your people suffer. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But as I said, we're going to explore some other brands on the channel, some other cameras and such. But when it comes to upgrading stuff, just make sure the limitations are not going to be a three and four year battle with a brand based on they're just, as I love some seeing some more experienced creators in different comment sections say hubris. I rather like that word. So. When it comes to limitations, it, it is something to be said about picking a brand that you're going to stick with for at least a little while. Um, it's not about brand loyalty or none of that. But when you're upgrading your gear, make sure that it's not something you got to change every year. Because I think that logic, like what people see us as educators in this space do, we're always going to be testing and trying and using things because that's the way we put it through its paces to give you the accurate information. However, <laughs> it is, <laughs> it doesn't make sense for those who we are educating to have to buy a, a new camera every year. That is completely illogical, completely and totally illogical. You should not have to buy a new camera every year. If you want to, that's one thing. So make sure you're buying something that encompasses, like I talked about earlier in the podcast, those God-sized goals versus just buying 
something that you're immediately going to run into uh, some limitations around or run into some immediate frustrations around. Just my humble opinion. Help you save some dollars. Because either way, most people look at like, well, I don't want to spend like one common uh, theme I'll get back is well, $500 is a lot of money. It is. In the camera space, it's not though. Five, six, seven hundred dollars in the camera space is our lower tier. So, like I said, we're going to be expanding the what we talk about on on the channel. But knowing that, unfortunately, where cameras are right now, you do need to be near that thousand dollar price tag before you do find something that you can probably hold to for some years. And it can encompass the current ideas that you have on top of the ideas that you will have later on. If you find where as you're getting new ideas, you're starting to now uncover new limitations that your equipment doesn't have or you're uncovering efficiency limitations, it's time to switch. Switch before you run into it hurting you. Because if you say you want to be on one of the biggest stages in your niche, then you go to record your talk or whatever. And if at 29 minutes and 59 seconds, your thing cuts off, that's not helping you. Or if it gets you through your talk segment, but it cuts off during the Q&A, that's not best either. You know what I'm saying? Which I could just have somebody re-hit the button. You could, but don't ask me to be that person because when I'm taking notes, <laughs> I'm going to forget. <laughs> I'm going to forget. Not intentionally, but I'm going to forget. <laughs> Lastly, I'll say this as we bring this podcast episode home. I, 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 what I envision, what God has exposed to me for these next seven years of content creation for myself, at least. The level of, not quality per se, but just, again, the God-sized goals. It's possible now with what is already out, but what I really want to see is I don't want students that come to all the talks, know the notes, know my sayings and, <laughs> you know, phrases, um, you know what I'm saying? Like the thousand true fans concept of business essentially now, I don't want just like a thousand true fans only. I want like 10,000 active participants in pursuing their purposeful work. And it just so happens that I'm one of the voices that's helping them to share their vision using video. You know what I'm saying? Like when you buy a camera, make sure it can handle the goals and the visions that you currently have. And it's enough of a, a ceiling in space to encompass new ideas and stuff that you have. The stuff that I have now, it can handle any of those visions and goals that I have. But when you get something that's better, it expands maybe where you were cutting yourself off with even your imagination. And that is extremely vital and important. The more that you find yourself creating content and creating content long-term and having a vision for what you're creating or why you're creating what you're creating. Every business owner solved, solves a problem and you created your business to solve a need, fill a need. 
I think entrepreneurs have like, it was a message I sent to my friends. It was kind of private, but it was a message I sent to some of my content creating friends. And it's like, are we thinking too small? Are we believing God for the bare bones, minimal amount of stuff? Or are we just literally not dreaming at all for some things? And we had a good conversation around it. So I'll pose that question to you. Like, are you dreaming so small and just literally only asking God for the bare bones minimal? You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you may not believe in God, and that's okay. But it don't change the fact that God's size goals surround us each and every day. Each and every day. And I believe that the video content creation space is going to be the medium and the form of communication that shows us what's really possible when you dream without barriers. You know what I'm saying? It, it goes beyond just the camera for me. So, but that's just me and my purposeful work. I will continue to educate, train, teach, and help other people get there. But I, I, I would say for whatever your purposeful work God-sized gold is, are you limiting your beliefs? Are you limiting what you can potentially make? Everybody just think like subscriber numbers. Let's step out of that. Are you able to take what you have right now? It just expand. What if you expanded on the current goals that you have? What's the, you know what I'm saying? What's the walls? What, what, how, how have you boxed this vision in? You know what I'm saying? That's what, if I'm being very transparent, that's what the Sony FX30 did for me, just simply because it's in a different container. Very same, similar specs to some other stuff that Sony already has, but it's just in a different container that I wanted that would be ideal for me personally. And it just showed me where I put some barriers around something that shouldn't have had barriers around it. So when you get ready to upgrade your gear, is it helping to upgrade your vision? Keep that into consideration. Got a few people in the chat real quick. If you're listening to this audio version of the podcast, we're doing these live on Sundays, allegedly, on the podcast channel. <laughs> Haven't dialed in the time or whatever, it just depends. Um, Keith Williams in the building, good to see you. Glad that you are here. Big Pontiac, good to see you. Glad that you are here. Brown and Beachy Travels, good to see you saying first, uh, I have to learn how to use my camera, I feel you. So I'm definitely uh, dreaming and thinking small. I think we all can be held accountable to doing that, but that's why I posed the question. Are we really, you know what I'm saying? What, what are you thinking about that you've put a box and a barrier around that doesn't deserve to have a box or a barrier around? Are we thinking and believing too small? Now, when you get ready to apply, because when you get ready to buy something, it should encompass the goal. When you get ready to buy this next camera, this next piece of gear, this next microphone, the whatever. That's why I went ahead and invested in the Shure uh, SM7B. It encompasses the future goals. It doesn't make sense necessarily in the now per se. It, it helps tremendously well it does a lot of work a lot of heavy lifting but it's the it's the microphone i know i wouldn't need to 
to buy or switch out for the next 10 or 15 years unless I just wanted to. It encompasses the God-sized goal. So if you're taking those right now dollars and you're spending it, are you investing in something that is going to help build out uh, your goal? That's all. And as I'm going to end this podcast, as I love to say, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live.